Hello and welcome to the Mediumship Matters podcast, season three. I am so happy you are here. My name is Hannah McIntyre and I am a working evidential medium and spiritual teacher, but I don't believe that I am anything special. I believe that spirit communication and connection is available to everybody, not just the chosen few. I got so blummin' fed up with all the lack of integrity and understanding in the spiritual teachers that were out there, I decided to start this podcast and I have been so lucky to have so many of you join me on this journey of exploration and understanding and what the heck is happening. So if you're here looking for truth, reality and what it's really like to be a working medium at the moment in the world the way that it is you're in the right place you can expect plenty of tips honesty insight from my spirit team and wonderful guest speakers i can't wait to have you on this journey with me let's begin ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? I hope you are well for our last podcast of January 2023. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed what I've been doing with this season and it's fulfilling your need and lighting you up. As always, it's really great for me to get your reviews and your feedback and let me know what you think. I did my first demonstration of 2023 last week and I'm going to say it went pretty well. Um, It's always such an experience standing in front of a room of people and as an empath feeling their need feeling what they want and what they're looking for and equally trying to surrender to the spirit world trying to quieten that part of your humanness that 
wants everybody to be happy and thinks that you're good, but you also know that that's not surrendering because you're attached to an outcome and going through that process of all of it. It's it's very interesting being a demonstrating medium and not for the faint of heart. And one of the things that was asked in the audience that I wanted to talk about, which you may have heard me mention before on social media, was um, I always open for audience questions at the end of uh, my Dems. I think it's really, really, really important because a lot of people who are coming to these events, it's their first experience of seeing a medium work or it's not their first, but they don't have the same level of knowledge that we all have um, from listening to this podcast and working with spirit and reading and understanding and developing. And I, I love the questions. I mean, you can probably tell from this podcast that I just, I love answering people's questions. I think it's fascinating. And it's really good as a developing medium to realise how far you've grown and how much you've learnt and the information that you just have available by answering a question from somebody that perhaps hasn't started on their spiritual development journey or doesn't understand how it all works. Anyway, this lovely girl put her hand up and she said, why is it that my person never comes through? Why do I never get a message at a demonstration? And my heart just went out to her because it's it must be terrible she I think she said if I recall correctly because obviously when you've been working and in the stressful vulnerability of being stood in front of a room full of people it's a bit like remembering a dream when I try and remember my demonstrations I know if it was a bad dream or a good dream but I can't remember the the details and um I think she said she'd been to six or eight demonstrations and the, her person had not come through. And why is that? Now, I said to her, and I stand by this, and if you're listening, I stand by this for you too. If you have a particular need, somebody you really want to hear from, somebody that you you desire to hear from for your healing, for you to be able to move forward, for you to be able to let go. If you have got that kind of gut-wrenching, heartbreaking need, don't expect it to be fulfilled at a demonstration. Because if everybody that comes to a demonstration comes with the energy of my loved one will come through if they love me, my loved one will come through if they're okay. My loved one will come through if they've forgiven me. That's a lot of anticipation, isn't it? It's a lot of pressure and it's not actually physically possible. Now, I believe that the spirit world can do many, many things, but I don't believe that they can give. I mean, my audience on Thursday was 118 people. They can't give everybody in that space a message. And also, if you've got that one particular person that you want to hear from, I agree that you should be able to ask for who you want to hear from in a reading scenario. I do. You have to accept that it might not work every time, but 
generally speaking, I believe you should be able to say who you want to hear from on a one-on-one and that person step forward. People have real resistance to this. When I was doing one-on-one readings, I said in my write-up, you can ask who you want to hear from. And some people would just go for it. And other people would say, well, no, I don't mind who I hear from. And then you'd get someone through for them and you could see that that wasn't who they wanted to hear from. You could see that they were disappointed. And you'd think, well, why why wouldn't you ask for who you want? And in that scenario, who do we hold accountable for this? Who do we think should be responsible for getting through who the sitter wants? Because I don't think that should be put on the mediums. And I am going to talk about this a bit more today. I don't think that we should be held responsible for getting through who somebody wants to hear from. I think that we should be responsible for getting through somebody that is recognisable to the sitter, that fulfils a need in the sitter. But I don't think that we are magicians that can pull people like rabbits out of hats. Now, that said... When I was letting people do requests, um, it was probably 99% successful. Um, I think I nearly got the right person through for everybody who asked for them. But it was sometimes slightly more difficult for people who didn't. And this is why I believe that mediumship demonstrations are not the place to go if you really want to hear from somebody and why you should book a one-on-one Although I'm also going to talk about why you might find that a bit more of a challenge in today's episode. So before I go off darting down all of my little rabbit holes, you can tell, can't you? I'm trying to pull myself back. I'm trying to be coherent. It's not easy. But when you go to a demonstration, a demonstration, I think, is I've uh, lots of spiritual people say this. I'm going to repeat it to you. It should be entertaining not for entertainment. So an evidential demonstration of mediumship, I do believe, should be working in mediumship and not psychically, I want to say, to begin with. If you want to do, if you work psychically, that is brilliant. But you tell people it's a psychic night. Don't tell them that you're making spirit connections if you're not. But if you are working evidentially, You are stood in front of a group of people and you are petrified. You are completely and utterly tied up in knots with your own nervousness. You're trying to hold on to your power and your commitment to the spirit world, but you're in a space where you can feel everybody's need and you're immersed in their expectation, their desire and their need. And that is a challenging energy to be in. Now, the other thing to bear in mind um, when you're doing mediumship, I think, is that just like in the physical world, we vibrate with different types of people. We have compatible people that we like to be around and people that perhaps are not our cup of tea. That's human nature. That's part of being here, our existence, the contrast, the rich tapestry of life. I'm not saying it's wrong. But when you are stood in front of a room full of people who are all looking at you with expectancy and you are trying to get into that vulnerable surrender state to be able to communicate with the spirit world, the spirit world needs to bring forward 
a spirit that you can perceive through your fear that is a more compatible energy for you. I often find when I'm demonstrating at the start of a demonstration, the spirits that come through have really, really big, vibrant personalities. And that's because I need that kind of slap around the face of energy to let me know I'm really doing it, to let me know that there really is a spirit there. If I get someone who's very meek and mild and quiet, that's hard to feel in a one-on-one setting. It's near enough impossible to feel at the beginning when you are building your power, when you are building that connection with the spirit world, in my opinion. Other mediums might disagree, but that's what I feel. So if you're going to an event really wanting to hear from a loved one in the spirit world, but that loved one in the spirit world was a very quiet, very understated person, is that going to stop mediums from feeling them in the same way? Is it going to make them less accessible to the mediums through no fault of anybody's? Because us mediums, we want to do a brilliant job for you. We want to get out through the person that you want to hear from. That's all we want. We want people to leave feeling brighter and lighter. And if we could, we would work until we collapsed for you all. But it's not doable and we can't and part of the mediumship journey is learning when to stop how much is enough what we're capable of our own limitations in this space of lacking in limitations so it's an interesting space to be so we want to do a good job for you but we have to accept our abilities as humans in that space of playing energetic charades. When you're playing energetic charades, if you were to have 20 people in front of you and they were all trying to do charades for you, would you go to the person that was doing it very small and very still or would you go to the person that is doing it big and animated and large so that they really catch your attention and you really get that I can see you, you're doing it so big, it's so bright, it shines. So this is always a difficulty, isn't it? And I always say to people, if you really want to hear from somebody, book a one-on-one reading. Demonstrations are, in my opinion, um, an amazing way to see how a medium works, to have your first steps into how mediumship works. If you are going for you've lost somebody and you don't really understand how any of it works, it would be a great place to go to see how it works, to understand the process without the pressure of actually needing to receive a message yourself. And for me, I want to see mediums work. I love to see all the different ways that mediums work. But I also want to just see the wonder and the magic of somebody else receiving a message. I want to see the spirit world at work. I don't feel that need and I'm not feeling crushed when my loved ones don't come through. They never do, by the way, at Adem. Never yet. I've been waiting. Not yet. So it's something we all need to sort of talk about and think about and understand that your medium is trying their absolute hardest, but they are also a human being. And in that humanness, There's a lot of different factors at play. 
So if you are going to demonstrations, you are seeing mediums and you are wondering why it is that that really special somebody who you thought you had a great bond with is not coming through. It's not personal and it doesn't mean they're not there. It just means that there's a lot of spirits coming in and that medium is having an experience and trying their best to bring in as many spirits as they can for as many people as possible in a very stressful, very worrying situation. Oh, I don't know. But I just thought I would try and explain to you in case you're listening to this because you're in desperate need, wondering why your loved ones never come through. And the reason why I think it's okay to ask a medium for who you want to hear from is not because I'm trying to cheat the system, although I know that that's what naysayers would delight in saying to everybody right now, but because there is so much more in evidence that can be received than just, I've got your grandmother here, I've got your mother here. If you are dealing with a good medium, they can give you hundreds of pieces of evidence about your mum or your grandmother so that you can be comfortable that that's who they're talking to, which is not defined by them turning to the spirit world and telling you the exactly correct relationship. And relationships can be hard because we're feeling into that space and we're trying to work out what they feel like. And that can sometimes be misrepresented so we're all just waiting aren't we for that bit where somebody turns around and goes I've got your grandfather here and his name is John and this has happened and when you see a lot of mediums work you realize that that perhaps isn't possible I watched a medium work online the other day when they finally got going after 25 minutes and after they finished doing the share share make sure you share to all your groups share 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 speech um they got a link through and proceeded to sort of bark a list of names. And for me, it just really wasn't, it left me a bit cold. Um, so I, I understand that for some of us, we want the name or we want the relationship because we feel that that's evidential. But there was so much more to my grandmother than Nana Patricia. And I would rather remember her how she was as the complex flawed wonderful person that she was than just a list of names of people that were vaguely associated with her once and so again this is about what makes your mediumship tick and what you think makes good mediumship and that's what's so fascinating about this our valves are opened to the spirit world by our personal tastes and preferences too and I'm not saying that I don't want to get through the quiet, mousy, shy people. I'm just saying that sometimes it's harder to feel them. When you start a demonstration, you're nervous. You want that sort of kapow presence that's going to take it and get it going and bring that energy. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And if they can come in, about midway would probably be great before you start to get tired and the audience starts to get fidgety and you start to wonder if you're really boring. <laughs> Somewhere in there. But it doesn't always work like that. And that doesn't mean that I haven't got through quiet people. It's just harder. I think there's lots at play here that perhaps we don't think about, talk about, say about. Now, the reason I was going to talk to you or what I was in planning, in planning, what I was planning to say to you all today about is I've noticed a trend in people that I am working with and mediums that I know that lots of mediums are stepping back from doing evidential mediumship. And I wanted to discuss it with you. Why do you think that is? Is it because of the black and white nature of evidential mediumship that you get no's, that you can get it wrong, that you can misinterpret it? Is it in the pressure of trying to reconnect somebody with somebody that they love and wanting to do it right and wanting to do a good job is that it is it that for those of us that are taught mediums rather than people that can see spirit with our physical eyes is it that we're having to get into a deeply altered state to be able to get the evidence through and that evidence and that altered state is so tiring that we're having a massive impact on our energy from doing it because this is something that I have noticed as I think you all know I started with spirit guides and spirit guide messages way before I moved into evidential I actually didn't think evidential was available to me loved ones in spirit communications I didn't think I could do it um, I thought that my gift was purely for spirit guides now when I started doing evidential it was a huge journey as you all know and it still continues to be and it is one of my greatest passions because there's nothing quite like it for facing your limitations and trying to push through what 
what makes you afraid, what makes you feel judged, what makes you nervous, all of that stuff. But it does have a dramatic effect on my energy levels. It does impact my life and my family life. And for that reason, I decided to stop offering evidential readings. And then an interesting thing happened. I was just offering spirit guide readings. It was very clear in my write-up. And I had people book and I was really excited to just be working with that spirit guide energy that I personally find easier and less taxing. And then I got loads of people who'd booked that but then complained because they actually wanted an evidential connection in the reading. And that was an interesting thing to navigate. So I'm taking a complete break from readings at the moment while I work out what I want from my life because it was impacting the quality of my life doing readings. And I've met a few people recently who have completely stepped back from evidential because it is painful. And what does that really mean? I mean, is it painful because I'm doubting my abilities to communicate with the spirit world? And if I'm doubting my abilities to communicate with the spirit world, should I be working? And if it's not that, and it's actually sitting in the pressure of a sitter's expectation, how do we manage that going forward? How do we manage the people that are sitting there wanting you to conjure up a particular person and tell you the password or the information that they are particularly seeking and how does that impact things and how much of this stuff is true a true reflection so my friend that got my grandfather through that started me on this journey she gave me what I would call amazing evidence but it wasn't his name she did say I've got your grandfather here but then she did know that both my parents were still here so she knew that before she even started but she told me mainly things that he had seen me doing that he had watched from the spirit world now if I got somebody in front of me and I said to them your grandfather has seen you doing some sort of dance or workout scenario, would would they be satisfied with that? Would they feel that was evidential? I wasn't seeking a reading, so it's easy for me. I had no expectations of what it was like to receive one. I hadn't booked it. I hadn't had the build-up. But don't you think it's interesting that so many people now are pulling, pulling back from it? And I notice with a lot of mediums, you can't choose what you get, which also feels like a bit of a chickening out, if I'm honest. I know we want to say, well, the spirit world will give me whatever you're supposed to have. But isn't it just really saying, if I'm not quite feeling like it's working for evidential, then that gives me a back out and I'll start talking about your spirit guide. I I don't know. I just can't, it's just interesting to me. I may have said to you guys before, I had a friend who was an incredible medium, absolutely amazing. And she had some difficult sitters and I would say not 
not as difficult as some of the sitters I've had, but still some challenging moments. And actually, I think what happened to her was the pressure of sitting in people's expectations broke her. And she ended up having like an allergic reaction to mediumship. She wanted to throw up. She couldn't do the work. She couldn't be on any spiritual groups. She had to meet my business page. She closed her business because she was so sick of jumping through other people's expectation. And what happens if the lack of information that's out there and the lack of people talking about what mediumship is really like means that the good ones, the ones that really care, the ones that want to do a good job, all leave because they can't take the pain of it. What does that leave us with? I've had some... um, really difficult sitters and really difficult expectations foisted upon me from people and I'm telling you that I've stopped doing readings because of the energetic cost but is it actually the pressure cost have I stopped because it hurts I don't know I don't think so but I don't know because <laughs> we tell ourselves beautiful stories, don't we, that make it all OK. <laughs> so you never know, really, until you unwind with the healing over time, what the real stuff is in there, do you? Hmm. And within that, I see good people who are good, genuine people who work with integrity and want to do a good job stepping back. And I see the rise of people who are Dare I say it, fraudulent, certainly I will say ambiguous, but filled with their own self-belief. And are those the people we want to have readings, have readings done by? I always say to my students, um, being a medium is a little bit like being a car salesman. And they always go, what? But it is because you've got to deliver every piece of information that you get as if it is amazingly mind-blowing, fantastico. Because if you don't, your sitter doesn't really believe in what you're giving in the same way, which creates an energetic imbalance and makes the reading harder. So those of you that are practicing your mediumship at the moment, delivering things as a question is an absolute fail. Do you know what I mean? I've got your grandmother here. And she died when she was older. Doesn't make it sound like you believe in what you're getting. And so your sitter's going to go, oh, I'm not sure about this. And then they won't believe in you so much. And then you're also telling your energy with every word that you say being a manifestation that you don't really believe in what you're getting and you're questioning your abilities. And it becomes a quagmire. So there is something to be said for having this kind of confidence of just this is what I've got and this is brilliant. But one of the interesting things that I have seen recently is I've come across a few people that have got what I would call mega confidence. I'm a little envious, if I'm honest. I wish I had it. They are. I don't doubt what I get from the spirit world because I know it's spirit talking to me and it's amazing and it's absolutely right. And I think, bloody hell, I wish I had that. That's incredible. And then I watch them work and they are getting spirits that nobody can take. 
again and again and again. They're getting information that can't be validated. So if that's the space that they're in, I don't know. But I can't help but feel that that's more more healthy for them because they're not tying themselves in knots. They're not doing what me and so many of my friends are doing where we're just trying to strive for excellence. We're trying to get it better and we're sucking all the joy out of our mediumship. (sighs) I don't know. I think I've said to you guys that I'm trying to find good mediums to watch and I'm struggling. I'm struggling. On social media, it's really bloody hard because the ones that are doing all the lives are just doing the like and share, like and share, like and share talk for so long. It's just such a commitment and waste of your time. You have to really be in that space of desperate need to sit through it because they're not actually working half the time and I haven't got time for that. And then, yeah, I don't know. I really just want to be wowed by mediumship again and inspired by someone else's mediumship. And it's really hard when you're looking for mediums to to find that. And you start to wonder if actually your expectation of your own mediumship has been tainted by the filter of the media and the things that we see on the TV. And it's not just the sitters that bring their expectations of their mediumship that's uncomfortable, but it's you that brings the expectations of your mediumship that is uncomfortable. What does that mean? I'd love your thoughts because it's just such an interesting space to be in. But if you are feeling like you need to take some time off from your evidential mediumship, you're not on your own. There are so many people in that space and so many people looking for a softer but still truthful aligned offering and there's something to be said for the fact that when you do when I do spiritual assessments which is what I want to be offering to people but I'm just scared to put it out there because I had that week of people going oh but I expected you to hit be able to talk to my husband and me saying but you've booked a spiritual assessment and that awkwardness But that's what I would offer if I could do anything right now. And I'll tell you why I would offer those. I would offer those because they are all about somebody's potential. When you are reading um, and connecting to someone's spirit guides and reading their energy, you are filled up with the light of their potential, where they can head next, their inspiration, their next journey, all these things that are going to bring them fulfillment. When you are doing an evidential link, You are sitting in somebody's grief. You are sitting in somebody's sadness. And what does that mean for your energy, for you as a human, as an empath? And is that why I prefer doing demonstrations? It probably is because demonstrations are fun to me. Um, You get the audience in the right vibe, not fun every time as we know, but we try. But when it's good and everyone's enjoying themselves and happy and and not necessarily in a space of feeling bereft and left by the spirit world, but enjoying the situation, the experience of it. Is that a better energy to be in? Probably. And I may have said this story to you before. I feel like all I do is talk and I'm so scared now that I'm repeating myself all the time. But I did um, some readings and 
Yet people said to me at the end of the readings, well, thanks for that, and that was my husband, and that makes sense, but he's still dead, so I don't see how this helps me. And actually, I don't know how to answer that, because he is still in the spirit world. A reading isn't going to bring him back. It isn't going to change your loss. It might change your feeling that they're with you, if you're ready for that, but it's not going to take away the fact that if you want to go to the cinema, you're going to be going on your own, is it? And that therefore is a harder energy to sit in. It all starts with self-love and being able and giving yourself permission to adjust, change, reshape things to fit in with you. And it's taken me a long, long time to be in a space where I can say, I'm going to do demonstrating, but I'm not doing one-on-ones at the moment. And I'm going to focus on my teaching and my podcast and my talks and everything else will become clear in time. But that too is a big trust in spirit and myself, where I'm not guilting myself and forcing myself to do things that are not bringing me joy. And so I hope that there are some people listening who love their evidential mediumship one-on-ones and are really running with it. I really hope there are. And this is not a negative podcast. I hope I'm not coming across like a poor me because I bloody hate that. (laughs) So sad. Because I'm not, because I feel good about it. But it is interesting to see what's happening. And it's interesting to see how that is changing the face of mediumship. Let me know your thoughts. You can email, you know it, podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. I would love to know what you think. Have a bloody marvellous day and we'll catch up tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.